0: Greetings, family, welcome to the Healthy Black Love Podcast, where we support each other as we navigate our way to healthier romantic relationships. I'm your host and fellow navigator, Dr. Drea. Each episode, we will focus on self-work as a change agent in our lives. Self-work is the process of cultivating your own growth and healing. The more you take ownership of where you are and where you want to be, the more you and your partner can navigate your relationship in a healthy direction. Please be aware that although this podcast includes mental health information, it is not a replacement for individual or marriage therapy. With that being said, let's get started. Black people, thank you for joining me for episode 20 of the Healthy Black Love podcast. Today's topic is untangling yourself from mixed signals. Dating or being in a relationship with someone who is inconsistent in their behaviors or words towards you can be confusing and frustrating. On the flip side, possibly you are the person who is hot one moment and cold the next. Mixed signals ruin relationships because they prevent the person receiving these mixed signals from feeling secure with the one giving them. So let's break down the what and why behind mixed signals, as well as discuss how you can address them in your relationship. I'm going to start with a couple examples, you know, how I usually do. The first example is you meet someone and your first date or two is amazing. They say and do all the right things, causing you to begin developing feelings for them. But weeks or even months later, their attitude is changing. Sometimes they do sweet things to remind you of that person you initially fell for, but often their behavior is dismissive, difficult, or possibly harsh. No matter what you do, their behavior seems inconsistent what is going on? Here's a second example. You are married and have a decent relationship with your spouse, but recently they've been acting funny. Maybe it's their actions, such as not following their normal routines, or maybe it's just their energy, having a bad attitude often. Every time you ask them about these changes, they brush it off, telling you you're tripping or deny acting unusual okay so those are just two examples um there are plenty of examples of mixed signals and for uh, most people you all know what mixed signals are And especially if you've been at the receiving end of mixed signals, you know what it feels like. Um, But just offering those two is just to kind of get your mind moving to what I'm talking about when it comes to mixed signals. In my life, I've definitely experienced a lot of mixed signals and I've even given some, truth be told. And one thing that I've learned is that even with weird behavior, consistency is key. The reality is that it is normal to have moments of hot and cold in your relationship. No matter how much you love someone or care about somebody or are really feeling them, that doesn't mean that you won't have days that you're going through things and you're just kind of off or really not there emotionally for the relationship. And so because of that, you could have some cold days or you actually could have something going on. So I don't want to uh, minimize at all what mixed signals can be all about. But I do want to say that it is normal to have a certain level of hot and cold in your relationship that has nothing to do with whether or not you want to be with the person or not. It's just you're going through things or you're tired or, you know, it just may be an emotional time in your life. There may be something going on. You may be hormonal. (laughs) There are so many things that could cause you on a particular day just to be off. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it has anything to do with the relationship. And sometimes it does have something to do with the relationship. Sometimes you're just maybe having negative thoughts. Uh, You might have some anxiety. You might have some depression going on. And those things also can affect how you show up in your relationship from day to day. Uh, Relationships is not about making a commitment once and saying, okay, I want to be with this person. That's it. No, every day you get up and you make a commitment to that relationship. And there's some days where, you know, you don't make the commitment or you don't make it as strongly as you need to, or you should. And so the other person may feel that. So I just want to first normalize. That people are not going to have the same attitude or behavior or feelings every single day, every single hour of every single day. However, there should be a relationship temperature that is consistent, steady, and ongoing for most days and most times. So I think one of the things in understanding uh, mixed signals is, is it really a mixed signal or is this the person that you're with? Because sometimes we're just with people who are different or weird or unusual my significant other is very low-key, a person. It's very low-key, and I'm very kind of upbeat and lively, and that's just the difference between the two of us. If I'm talking to him and he is, like, just low-key, like, I've had to get used to the fact that this is him, like... Him being like really, really upbeat and very energetic, that's not normal. That's not normal at all. Like that's a day that he's just feeling a lot of energy or in a really, really good mood. But his normal behavior is very low key. I have to remind myself there's nothing wrong. (laughs) This is his normal there's a consistency with that. Now, if I was used to him being a comedian and just always having jokes, always just being upbeat, and then all of a sudden he was low-key, low-key, and then up, low-key, low-key, and then up, then I would be like, okay, something's going on here. But for the most part, if there's that consistency there, then you also have to separate what is that person's personality, what is normal for your relationship, and what is abnormal. Before we even get deeply into the whole mixed signals thing, understanding what's normal, that every day we're not going to be the same, that we are going to have our days, we are going to have our times, that we're going through different things and that even ourselves will be off and we have to give ourselves grace and permission for that and that the biggest thing is that we are looking for that relationship temperature that's consistent, that's steady, that this is our norm. And then when you have that sense of a norm and also have that sense of abnormal, how often do things get a little different or change up or whatever? Just having that sense of what's normal. And then once you gauge that, then you can kind of see what's abnormal. So what is abnormal? If the hot, cold experience is frequent enough to where the relationship lacks consistency in temperature, behaviors, and expectations, then you may be giving, you know, the person giving or receiving big signals. Going back to that sense of what is normal for your relationship, what does that look like, and then if there's some significant changes that cannot be accounted for by the things going on in your life. So like, yeah, let's say normally things are one way between you guys. Normally you guys hang out a lot, you have fun together, that's the norm. and then. Somebody in the family dies, okay, if somebody close in the family dies, then yeah, there may be some weeks or maybe even months or months where things could be a little bit off. Let's say a major financial situation happens in the relationship or in the marriage. Things could be off for a little while. So let's also look at like what's going on and does that explain this change, okay? Once we get past all that, once we understand what's normal for ourselves and our relationship and our partner... And then once we understand if these changes we're experiencing, these hot cold experiences, these mixed signals, if they're going against that consistency, or if there's something that happened that can explain them away, once we get past all that, if we still see this hot cold stuff happening and it's abnormal, then now we're talking about mixed signals, okay? So I just wanted to, I mean, this may all sound very basic, (laughs) but I think it's important because sometimes... We really don't know, we really haven't thought through, let's say, what other things may be going on. And I think sometimes when we're in a relationship and we get emotional about things especially if we feel insecure or something is going on it's really easy sometimes to just jump on the bandwagon and be like oh this is mixed signals or oh everything's going wrong when really it may just be normal and it may just be okay for the moment or it may just be what's necessary in the moment based on what's going on so before we just get into how do you deal with mixed signals let's first make sure that these really are mixed signals and not just a normal aspect of what happens in relationships okay Why do people give out mixed signals? Number one, understand that mixed signals are about the person giving them, not the person receiving them. Okay, if you're in a relationship and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing to keep things going as far as you're being supportive, you're being loving, you're being caring, you're showing up, you know, you're committing to it. You're not perfect. No one's perfect. But if you're doing what you normally do and then this other person is the one kind of going back and forth hot and cold, that is not about you. That is about them. Okay. It has nothing to do with you. And I don't mean that it has nothing to do with you in the sense that they may or may not have an issue with something you're doing, but that's really their stuff. Okay. So I don't want you to take ownership or internalize what they're doing when it's about them. Okay. That person also may be unsure. insecure, avoiding attachment, unwilling to commit, cheating with someone else. It's a long laundry list of what could be going on. And I don't want to make it just go directly to cheating. It's not always just cheating. It may just be other things going on in life. Like I said, it could be insecure. They could be unsure about some things. They could be going through some some things. They could be avoiding attachment. So we haven't gotten into attachment styles too much. I've kind of briefly mentioned them over the course of this podcast, but I haven't gone into exact episodes about them. But that will be coming up eventually. There could be different reasons why they are giving out these mixed signals, or they could just be going through something personal in their life and they're not really ready to fully share that thing with you. People, it takes time to trust, okay? And you could be in a relationship for years and that person could be building trust with you, but everything when it comes to our vulnerability, isn't at the same level of trust. There's some things that I'm willing to tell people right off the bat. And there's some things like only one or two people in my life know about these things because it's such a level of vulnerability for me to share this. It hurts or it's just it's so emotional that I'm not always comfortable sharing with people that even that I love, even that I care about. So I think that we need to understand that There are times that people, depending on their trust levels, depending on their comfort with vulnerability, so many people are so uncomfortable with vulnerability because they haven't had to do it a lot in their life or they've chosen not to as a form of protection. So we also need to understand that sometimes those mixed signals are about the fact that the person is going through something And they are just not really ready to fully share it with you. For example, of this would be a lot of times, say with men, because of the idea of the provider role, a lot of black men feel like they need to have a certain amount of money or certain kind of income in order to be successful in a relationship. If a man is going through some financial struggles, he may not share that with you because he may not want that to be a turnoff. Or an area of concern for you. So I know a lot of men, even married men, who will be going through financial issues. And they just will hold off from telling their wife about what is going on. um, For as long as they can without it becoming problematic. And sometimes it is problematic. But that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the relationship. It just means that they did not feel comfortable yet saying these things because they haven't communicated what they need to communicate at that point, their behavior may be a little off. They may be more withdrawn. They may be, you know, trying to cover up certain things going on financially just because they don't want the wife to get nervous or they don't want the girlfriend to get nervous. So that's just one example of the fact that things can be going on and the person's just not ready to tell you yet. And that is impacting their mood or their attitude or their behavior towards you. As the receiver, if you are receiving mixed signals, what can you do? Okay. And I want to give you guys a few things that possibly you can do if you are receiving mixed signals. One is do not internalize the behavior. And I've said this, it is on them. Whoever is behaving in an inconsistent manner, in a mixed signal type of manner, it is on them. It is not for you to internalize. And what I mean by internalize is do not start to think that something is wrong with you or it's you or it's your fault. That is their behavior. That is their issue. And you have to let them deal with it, okay? Even if you find out that there is something that they don't like about you that is causing this behavior, then it's still on them to address their concerns with you like an adult. Everyone listening to this podcast is hopefully at least 18 years old. Older, Since I have it marked as explicit and not because I say so many crazy things, but just in case I need to curse or say something, that's real. (laughs) We don't have any issues of young people listening to things that may be uh, counterproductive or unhealthy for them to hear. If we're adults, then we got to act like adults, right? So if there is an issue in a relationship and the person has an issue with you and something they don't like about you, then it's their job as an adult to find a way or figure out a way to communicate that to you in an adult-like manner, right? And if they don't choose to do it and instead they start walking around and acting funny towards you, that is on them. That is not on you, okay? Do not internalize their behavior. Another thing you can do is don't assume. Don't assume what's the issue. Don't sit around and, and I have a tendency to do this. I will analyze something. I would be like, okay, I think this happened. And that's my personality. I'm a very analytical person. So I'll sit down and I like puzzles and I'll be trying to figure it out. If that is your natural personality, you're going to do that, but do not assume, right? Instead, Attempt to have a conversation and find out what's going on. If it's bothering you to a point where you feel like the relationship is off, then now it's time to say, hey, what is going on? And a lot of times, especially if somebody's going through something, they'll say, oh, no, I'm fine. Everything is good and everything is not good, but they have not figured out a way to talk about it. In those cases, once you've asked, they said, no, everything is cool, but then the behavior continues. Then, you know, maybe some gentle nudges. Another time that things seem to be in a decent place. Hey, I've noticed, you know, that you've been pretty quiet lately. I've noticed this and that. Are you sure everything is okay? Have things changed? I'm here for you. Sometimes it's just telling someone, hey, if you ever need to talk, you know, I'm here or I love you no matter what, you know, saying little things that those gentle nudges can sometimes help the person to finally say, okay, this is what's going on. And then sometimes you have to just be okay with letting it be and letting the person talk to you or come to you when they're ready. So I definitely don't encourage you to push and push and push until they tell you. I definitely encourage you to use I statements. (laughs) So if they are, no, everything's cool, but you're feeling like what is happening is so off and so crazy and it's bothering you so much, then you need to say, hey, I need to have a conversation with you because I'm feeling very insecure about this relationship. I'm feeling like maybe you don't want to be in this. I don't know. And I don't want to think the wrong thing. But I I feel very um, uncomfortable. I feel a lot of anxiety. I feel depressed. You know, whatever you're feeling, and I just want to check with you to see is everything okay, or is there something that I need to know? And then if the person says like, nah, it's cool, then at that point you gotta back up, okay? Because if you keep pushing, keep pushing, um, it could make the situation much much worse. And I know uh, sometimes as women and I'm speaking for myself, that sometimes, you know, because we are so emotionally connected and we are a lot more in tune with ourselves often because we are taught to communicate more in our society, it's sometimes easier for us to talk about how we feel and put it out there than it is for men. And so we have to allow them to learn this process. Now, I do think men should be able to communicate, but sometimes, often, something should be a certain way, but it's not. So that means that we have to give them grace and time to develop those skills. And that means we also have to, you know, model those things to them by me saying this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on with me. I'm just checking with you. Maybe by me doing that, I'm also showing the man in my life or the person in my life how I want them to also talk, okay? Because now they're seeing maybe something they've never seen before. I may be the first person in their life to show them what it's like to communicate in a way that's healthy, in a way that's loving to a significant other. Maybe they didn't see that in their home growing up. I encourage you to use your words. Try not to be super overly emotional about it. And I don't mean that you shouldn't have emotion. I just mean that if it's a time where you're really, really in an emotional state, you may want to wait until you feel like you can have the conversation and be honest about your emotions, but also not make it where now your emotions overtake the situation and make it even more of a difficult moment for that person to show up and share with you possibly what's going on with them. Okay. Another thing that you can do is reflect on the relationship and be honest with yourself about what is bothering you and if there's something that you must do for yourself to have peace and security. Like I said, it's possible that you can do all these things and the person still be like, oh no, everything's fine or you know, doesn't respond or whatever. You still don't know what's going on and it's just killing you. So at that point, you may need to decide, okay, maybe I should just chill out and back up a little bit in order to give myself some peace. Or, you know, maybe I should focus or center uh, my own needs and concerns right now. Uh, maybe I just need to do some things for myself. Maybe I need to go to therapy. Maybe I need to do some self-care. So do whatever you need to do in that space to create peace and security for yourself. If you are doing everything you can to address the situation and the person's not giving you anything. However, be honest with yourself. So in that time of reflection and honesty, if you know that this person is cheating or you know that this person is sending mixed signals because they really are not willing to commit to the situation and you're not okay with that, then also that may mean letting go. That may mean that you know that for your own peace and security, that this is not the relationship for you and you need to let go. But just spend that time, reflect, don't let it be something that you're making decisions based off of what other people are saying or just on some emotion. Um, But make sure that you're being honest with yourself and you're having these reflective moments to really find out where you are and what do you really believe is going on with this situation. If you are the giver, so what can you do if let's say you are the person that is the hot cold person? What can you do? And what you can do is stop projecting your issues onto your spouse, your partner, or your relationship. Sometimes we're going through things and because this person is right there, they are just a prime target to project onto. What you can do is slow down long enough and figure out what you really want and need and then be willing to honestly discuss with your significant other what you really want and need from them and what's really going on with you. So be willing to do what is loving and caring for them versus only centering your own feelings and wants and needs. And a lot of times mixed signals is a form of selfishness. It's a form of being self-centered. You're so centered on what's going on with you that you're not considering how this other person is feeling. If you are the person giving those mixed signals, then what the best thing for you to do is to stop projecting and start having conversations. But before you start having conversations, slow down, figure out what's really going on with you, what you really want and need, and then start to have those conversations with that person. And do so in a loving way. Do so because it is a loving thing to do for the person in your life. So hopefully this helps you. I'm not giving you all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I don't know your particular situation, but I just wanted to throw some things out there about mixed signals for you to be able to consider. Just quickly rehashing, you want to first understand that it is normal to have hot and cold in your relationship from time to time. That happens. Um, That's normal. You really want to focus on what is the relationship temperature? What does your relationship normally look like? What's the consistency? And if you don't have consistency in your relationship, if there isn't a normal relationship temperature, that's when you're kind of in that trouble zone. And from there, you, you need to know that there are things that you can do. If you are the receiver, if you're receiving mixed signals, do not internalize the behavior. Understand that is it's on the other person. It's not your job to fix them. They have to be willing to talk about it. They have to be willing to address it. Don't assume what's going on unless you know for sure. Try to have conversations. Try to kind of nudge and lovingly nudge the information out if possible. And if not, be patient, be still. It'll come. Reflect on your relationship and be honest with yourself about what's really going on, what's bothering you, what could be going on with them. And make sure that you're doing what you need to do for yourself in order to create peace and security in your relationship for yourself so make sure you're taking care of yourself in the midst of all this and then if you're the giver and you are the person giving out these mixed signals be loving enough to the person in your life to not project onto them and instead slow down figure out what you want and need and then be able to have conversations with that person about what's going on with you and what you want and need for yourself and what you want and need from them okay ending off with the black factor as black people safety is an utmost priority There are so many spaces in this world where we do not feel safe. We need to be able to feel safe within our community and amongst those who are close to us. Let's start working towards being more honest and vulnerable with each other so that we are not adding fear and trauma to the lives of others who desperately need security. Say what you mean and mean what you say. It's unfair to keep people who care about you in a state of confusion, So let's communicate with each other, even if we do not fully understand ourselves, or even if we know our words may not be what the other person wants to hear. We will do a lot less damage this way. Thank you for listening to this episode. Before you go, though, can you do me a few little minor favors? Okay, so one, if you can rate the show on whatever platform you're using, that would be really cool. But you can also take it a step further and you can um, leave me a review. That would also be that would completely make my day. Let me tell you the truth. So let people know what you what you like about the show and what's working for you so that they can also um, try the show out for themselves. If you have family, friends, loved ones that could use some of this information, please share the show. Uh, share it on your social media. You have complete permission to do that. I won't be mad at you. I actually will appreciate you a lot for doing that. So uh, please share it with your friends and family, um, loved ones, whomever, I don't know, co-workers, share it with whoever. Uh, And if you're just more interested in finding out about me um, and who I am or the podcast or what I do, check out my website, drdreawilson.com. You can also, of course, follow me on social media. I'm on IG at Dr. Drea Wilson, or you can follow the show at Healthy Black Love Podcast. Until the next time, I am Dr. Drea, and this has been Healthy Black Love.